0: What?
1: Fat, immoral, and True. wrong. This is True. the Modern Eater Show. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram. The Modern Eater. Boom, 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 boom. Come and it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
2: Okay, yes, it is. Here we are, the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeart Radio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. We're in the saddle again. Uh, Thanks for joining us. This is where you can come get all the hyper-local food and beverage talk here in our community. And uh, just so happy you could make it here with us on a Saturday evening. Don't forget to check out themoderneater.com. All the information that you can use as far as food and drink goes here locally. Guys, we have a lot of room to cover tonight. It's going to be a really cool show. Uh, where do we even begin? Uh, Jay, Brian, how are you guys doing? Uh, doing well, doing good, feeling good, looking forward to this road trip. Yes,
3: uh, I'm feeling like this was our hyper local week that we started okay. right here, and it's going to go on for the next uh, month, I think.
2: Road trip. Uh, 2018 the modern eater show you guys um, li- right now um, just write it down next saturday you'll hear a lot about this but after the show next saturday myself jay and brian we're setting out um in brian's truck and we're towing a trailer that we're gonna live in for one week as we tour colorado to get all of the content you could ever possibly want connecting Colorado to its food and drink. Uh, We're heading down uh, I-70. We're heading west, young man. And this is going to be a barn burner, just a whirlwind of a week. Um, Brian, kind of lay out what our our tour is. And again, you can catch all of this content on the moderneater.com, The Modern Eater Facebook page, and The Modern Eater Instagram. We're going to be inundating you with great content connecting you with all of the things that's important to us and I know you as far as food and beverage, it's ranches, distilleries, farms, uh, breweries, wineries, restaurants, coffee shops, I mean the whole nine yards. Supermarkets.
3: (laughs) Yes, we will even be going by some small Colorado supermarkets. We're gonna head out on 70 and just it's gonna start right away. Right after we get to the top of the island. Well, actually, we, we decided we might even stop in Idaho Springs and visit a brewery there. We've got right at the top of uh, Eisenhower, we're going to come down into Frisco and see some great friends and restaurants. Oh, vale,
2: yeah. Right all through the way into down. Palisade, down into uh, Grand Junction area, then down to uh, Silt. Yeah, Black, the Black Canyon area. So you've got, yeah, that, that's right after right after Grand Junction is uh, our
3: Grand Canyon. So, or sorry, Black Canyon. Yep. And uh,
2: we're going to to the Four Corners. To the four corners. Back up into Durango, uh, through Durango, into the dune. Yep, San Luis Valley, where a bunch of great farmers are. And then into the uh, eastern plains of Colorado, southern Colorado, where there's a lot of ranching um, opportunities. So uh, the following week, which will be June 9th, we'll be doing a live broadcast as we wrap up this uh, great week on the road featuring Colorado, the best of our abilities will be at the trainer ranch doing a live broadcast around a campfire, talking to a three-generation rancher. He's a cowboy. He's a he's a guy that um, uh wait until you hear uh, Bill Trainer in the trainer ranch in Ordway, Colorado. That's near Sugar City. And then we'll head on back up the I-25 corridor. Wrap that all up and make it make sense because I look forward to this after we've getting after we've enticed you with all of this great sourcing and great produce and great protein, um, great beers, great distillers. We're going to bring it all together for a summer series of dinner. The Modern Eater Show summer series of dinners um, brought to you by Growers Organic. It's going to be something else. So July Third, it's a Tuesday every Tuesday night for eight weeks ending August 21st. We'll have dinners that will feature the top chefs here in Denver, Colorado, and they'll come together and we can give you just a couple of the names right now if you want uh, the 2018 top chef filmed here in Colorado. Uh, Not one of the chefs that were contenders in Top Chef Colorado. Uh, Both of them, Chef Kerry Baird from Bardot and uh, Chef Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Also, Kyle Mendenhall, Keegan Gerhard from the Food Network. Uh, That's just to name a few, so we're teasing you with this, but we can't wait, Jay. This is going to be a barn burner. Uh, Well, let me just say this. If you
4: miss this summer series of dinners, if you don't buy a ticket to all of them, you're insane. If you don't buy a ticket to one, I mean, that falls into, like, just the I can't help help you scenario. They're going to
2: be using all of the products that we source. Um, One of the guys that keeps the lights on here, John Irvin and Gluten-Free Things, he's going to be offering a gluten-free option at each one of these meals, and I'm hoping that... um, Daniel Asher, if he's on board, he's at Stem Ciders and um, Acreage in uh, Longmont area? Uh, Lafayette, oh, Lafayette. 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 Yeah. Um, that he might want to be do a gluten-free dinner. Gluten-free is very important right now. It's not just a trend. It's not a fad. It's something that's going to stay on forever. In the next segment, um, none better than John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. We're going to talk about it because May was cel- uh, celiac month. And uh, remember, celiacs are such a small portion of the gluten-free contingency. I think they make up like 0.8%, maybe under 1%. Uh, So God bless those folks because they really can't eat anything with gluten or there's consequences, right? Uh, Beyond that... Um, there are lifestylers. There are people that choose to have gluten eliminated because they feel better. Their, their joints feel better. Their head gets out of the clouds. Um, there are so many things that gluten can do to the human body, and they just feel so much better. So John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things will join us, and we'll actually catch up with a guy who is a celiac at 630 right here on 630K, how i iHeart radio station. Uh, his name is Kevin Ellis, and he is from... Uh, He's a founder and a Celiac himself from Me and G-Free, obviously for gluten-free. Meandgfree.com is where you can catch up with Kevin Ellis. And if you're Celiac uh, and you're out there and you're within the shot of our boys, you know exactly what we're talking about. So look forward to that on the show this evening. And then it's going to be, this will be a really great highlight because I'd like to say that they're an institution of Glendale. But I'll go a little further than that. They're an institution of Denver. Then I'll go a little further than that. These guys are an institution of Colorado and it's Bull and Bush Brewery. Um, Bull and Bush is uh, one of these places that if, you're, if you've if you ever been into Glendale and you've eaten, chances are you are at Bull and Bush. And uh, an honor, just an absolute honor to have him in studio here with us tonight. His name is Eric Peterson. Uh, he's a, a son, along with his brother David, of the founders of the Bolan Bush, so second-generation business in the restaurant industry, which is such a difficult industry. But they brought in their uh, kind of new age uh, generationally of adding some things to that. So we're going to spend a lot, a lot of time uh, with Eric Peterson from Bolan Bush Brewery. And then to round this off, if that's we should just go home after that because the spread (laughs) that that Eric uh, brought for us this evening it's it's something else. There's a uh, there's a
4: video up right now on uh, the Modern Eaters Facebook page where we did a live and put it up, and it it shows you exactly what we're going to be enjoying here in the next couple of uh, uh,
2: over the next hour or so. He he formulated a menu for us tonight. He did a beer pairing. He brought prime rib that we're going to discuss. Uh, I'm a fan of their fish and chips. Are you? I really love their fish and chips. <laughs> Fresh fish. The fish and chips are delicious. Uh, I frequent the place uh, quite often. I just go under the radar. Yeah, right I've been there the so Bowling many Bush. times.
3: To think, Greg, this place has been around since you were born.
2: What? One year before. Yeah. I was born in 72. It's been around since 71. That's just, isn't
3: that wild yeah. to think? And
2: I'm a Cherry Creek native, Bowling Bush down the street. I've seen Glendale change so much. Uh, right now, Mayor Donovan you know, doing great things with um, with Glendale, and uh, I just can't wait to catch up with him as well. We have a brewery coming in, Jay, as well. Another another brewery brewery at, for booze in the news. All the booze news you can use coming up at uh, seven forty five here on the Modern Eater Show. Who you got? It's uh, Launchpad Brewing out in my neck of the woods, Aurora, and
4: I wanted to get them on for a little while, and uh, with the World Beer Cup and, and, and a lot of Colorado breweries bringing in some medals, they pop back up on my radar, and so uh, I invited them to come down and bring some of their uh, award-winning beer also and just see what brewery life uh, is like in Aurora because a lot of times people forget that there's stuff going on out in Aurora too, so I didn't want to leave those guys out.
2: Um we need to welcome a new member to the Modern Eater Show. His name's Regis. He's our audio engineer. Regis is behind the glass tonight. Uh, looking forward to working with Regis. He's a pro. He's a professional. He's just going to make us sound uh, the best that we can. So, And he's handsome. He's oh, handsome. thank you, guys. Yeah. And he's a <laughs> handsome thank guy. Thank Regis. Mm-hmm. Oh, very flattering. It, yeah, there he is, the voice <laughs> of Regis. So get to know Regis because he's, uh, he's on the front lines he's protecting us that's that's right and what a great show for him to start
4: because uh you know before Eric Peterson from Bull and Bush showed up with this with this red carpet he did uh, I, I, you know, I told uh, Regis. I said, "Hey, man, we, I think we're gonna have a little bit of food and a little bit of drink. So please yeah. feel free to come." And then, uh, I mean, if Regis isn't just ecstatic to be yeah. part of the show now, I don't know how he would. Regis, be.
2: don't expect this kind of layout
4: every week. I'm just
2: gonna tell you that
4: <laughs> okay, right now, Okay, okay.
5: But uh, you can't beat this, though. I, I, I gotta keep it uh, really real with you. Have you
2: been to the this bowling sprinting. bush, Regis? Have you been to the bowling bush?
5: have not only been in Colorado for about five to six months now you know your I'm first stop here to take this job here at Iheart so I'm gonna be learning a lot of things on this show
2: yes you are my friend yes you are all right don't forget uh, you're gonna to want to check out all of our social media uh, starting June I mean look at it now but starting June 2nd uh, we're heading out on this road trip and it's uh, one of those things this is what we've trained for boys and yes, there's no turning back. I would tell you tie-in right now because this is there, there's going to be so
3: much fun information coming down the pipe on this deal. To, to watch the trip, to be able to give us some uh, feedback as we're driving on the road seven days together. I,
4: I don't think that it's Jay Parker here. I don't think I've ever been so excited and terrified uh, about the same thing. You know, which is I'm so excited to go out and fee- and see all these great places. But then I'm terrified the, the first night where I'm in a, I'm in a camper with you and Gray, and I have to close my eyes and go to sleep. I mean, that's, <laughs> I think just, that's
2: terrifying. Well, if, yeah. if you wake up with your underwear, I'm backwards, and that's when there's a problem. But I think you'll be okay, Jay. All right, this hour brought to you by Gluten-Free Things, and uh, we'll do it next. John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. It's next right here on the Modern Eater Show
1: the Do
4: you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by the goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet earth? One half pound of aspen ridge beef lettuce tomato pickles and never any hormones antibiotics or steroids I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries as a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner brunch and full bar with two daily happy hours they truly care about you the customer and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone they are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones the goods a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten free vegetarian and vegan options and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on East Colfax directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com
1: Rocker Spirits It's a distillery It's a place to hang It's about quality It's about taste It's about passion
4: Hey, it's Jay Parker. You guys hear us talk about John Irvin and gluten-free things all the time. Listen to what our good friend Chef Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver and the Food Network had to say.
8: I to give a shout-out to John, by the way. I know he's sponsoring the uh, In the Kitchen part. He was super gracious to us at D Bar this past week. He brought by a bunch of his gluten-free goodies and some hoagie rolls and flour mixes and all kinds of great stuff. So yeah, if that's if you have that need, that guy's on top of it. John is uh, super great. I met him thanks to you guys and the viewing party at Carries at Bordeaux. Yeah, gave us the hookups. I just want to say a big thanks, Dan.
9: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time, and also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
7: Hi, everybody. It's Chef Carrie from Bardo in Denver.
10: <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado, <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio
2: yes you are and i love the laugh chef carrie baird it's so contagious looking forward to her dinner uh, and our summer series of dinners kicking it off july 3rd it's a tuesday the day before the 4th of july we're getting you ready for the summer you guys
3: yeah Uh, carrie baird i it's going to be so great to have her kicking this thing off it's she was so great when she was doing top chef i love i love to go to bardo and see her and it'll be real nice to have her kick so, off our dinner.
2: Again, uh, Road Trip Summer 15, uh, that's been really just the precursor to our dinners, connecting Colorado with its food. Uh, ending the show next Saturday night, we'll jump in uh, Brian's truck with a trailer on the end. We're going to tow it through Colorado, and we're going to bring you the best content you could possibly have. So keep an eye on the moderneater.com, the Modern Eater Facebook page, and the Modern Eater Instagram and share it. If you care about it, uh, appreciate if you do that. And then we're going to end it out on the the ninth uh, of June at the Trainer Ranch, and we're going to do a live broadcast around a campfire with a cowboy and all of it. R- Little Rich Snyder's going to be there. John Irvin's going to be there. You're going to be there. I mean, heck, we'll even invite Eric <laughs> Peterson see if he wants to show up <laughs> down to a cattle ranch and have some fun there. The weekend after that, we're live from Rocker Spirits in Littleton. It's their whiskey spraying thing. And um, just that block party is out of control fun. So we'll be on the road for that one, too. And then uh, the following week after that, we'll be at Abrucci's Fire and Wine doing a live broadcast. And uh, they're doing a great job. Yeah.
3: Abrucci's got so much and, great stuff going on. And on they, the if you're budget. looking
2: for gluten-free options, you think Italian restaurant, no, they, they go through so many loaves of John Irvin's uh, bread, gluten-free bread. You wouldn't even believe it. The product is hot right now. We'll welcome him to the show. His name's John Irvin. He's a guy that we've grown to love. Literally, we've grown to love him. And um, welcome back to the Modern Eater Show, John Irvin. Thank you, Greg. You we make a little bit of noise or anything? Hey, listen. Huh. There's always time. There's always time.
5: <laughs> this is how he chooses to spend his time on the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's next, John? Well, this is gluten-free Celiac Awareness Month. It is. In the uh, month of May. And Abrushis actually celebrates it, and a lot of restaurants around the area do. It's important. And uh, so uh, celebrating and promoting gluten-free, which has been uh Abruci's has actually been doing it probably for about 10, 12 years and stuff. And so it's really good. I
2: Boy, that, I didn't know they were on the kind of the cutting edge of that. Oh, yeah. And I have to tell you, so the gluten-free thing, a lot of people, you know, they kind of turn sideways to it. Oh, another... Um, you know, food restriction, or or food allergy, or, you know, boy, we have to cater to these people. But I'll tell you what, Jay and I have been into your dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada, and we've seen people that have been able to reintroduce products like hamburger buns, hoagies, cakes for a birthday. People have cried in front of us saying, I haven't been able to eat this type of stuff for the longest of times. But, the products haven't been all that great throughout the years either, right, John? Mastering the art of making gluten-free so it tastes delicious. That's uh, that's not an
5: easy thing to do. No, it's not. And uh, having been an engineer before this and uh, basically uh, getting out of the engineering as a my everyday thing in uh, January 2012. I mean, I still do a little tiny bit on the side for the fun of it and stuff. But uh, we actually have engineered all of our gluten-free products. A couple different things that we've done, minimized our ingredients, and which in turn maximizes the number of customers, because I have a lot of customers, and I listen to my customers, and they have a lot of issues with millet, sorghum, this and that. I mean, you name it, they're allergic to it. So we use basically rice flour, tapioca, that's our main ingredients. We use a couple different combinations of it. But we have produced a bread that, like Chef Christopher DeJean at the stadium, I always laugh about it because he had a somewhat of a heavy discussion with a Executive lady.
2: Executive chef Christopher Dejean Mile High Stadium.
5: Mile High Stadium. And he, the lady uh, said that uh, the product he was using was not gluten-free. He said, yes, it was. And she says, it doesn't taste gluten-free. I have so many customers who think it's real bread. And so uh, we've, we've hit it. I mean, I've got my specifications, and we've done a great job. But also with respect to breads, like today we did bagels. They are phenomenal. I mean they're nice. Tastes like a bagel. I mean I we don't, we leave the hole in because we give you the extra the hole. But uh, the point being is that all of our products, cakes, cookies, graham crackers, all that kind of stuff, I will put it up against anybody's on the market and I eat it myself.
2: Yeah. yeah Wouldn't the, it be an English muffin? It would <laughs> it would did
3: sort
2: you know of be an English, English muffin? muffin never even it wasn't even from England. Um, I, any, sorry about well, that. Well, I was going to ask
3: John, you know, I think one of the big <clears> things you have to overcome with gluten-free is this stigma right away. When you say gluten-free, everyone just goes to a different place. Well, because they that.
2: associate the taste with gluten. But
5: is that the case, John? No, because what happens is it's kind of like with vegan. I mean, a lot of people have done a lot of progress with respect to both gluten-free and uh, with vegan and stuff. And a lot of people have really put a lot of hard work into it. But our stuff is all gluten-free and vegan. So we have no eggs, no dairy, uh, mineral ingredients, all those kind of things. But the thing is that what you have to really do is it's kind of like I always tell people have you ever eaten liver and onions? A lot of people have say no. And uh, would you eat them? They go, no. Why not? Because they just have heard that it's bad. So we always, when people come into our shop, first thing we do, have you ever eaten gluten free? I want them to have eaten gluten free before they taste ours most of the time. And then we give them a, some uh, bread. Yeah, you're the first
2: to give a sample of bread, right? When someone walks sample the of door.
5: Bread, give them graham crackers. We give them Whatever we're baking that day—some some muffins, some cakes, some cookies, whatever—because what we want to show them is that our stuff is the best on the market.
2: Yeah, and I'll tell you what: there's a lot of people that this is important to. Oh yeah, the gluten-free. Now, traditionally, and here's the deal: and this is one of the raps that you come up against is um, a lot of chefs don't want to deal with it. And there's another thing about liability, especially with the celiacs having a dedicated. Area in their kitchen, which, by the way, a Bruce's does have a dedicated area. So, just to finish my thought process, is most chefs will just say we have gluten-free options, but what are they? It's air.
5: No, you no. Know, I mean, well, I a, mean lettuce. Okay, no, you eat lettuce. It, or... It's
2: it's just things that don't contain any yeah. mm-hmm. gluten products at all. Well, bread, fruit, products. fruit, vegetables, sure. meats. But sincerely, there's some nostalgia, or even taste-wise, of your gluten-free pizza crust outstanding uh, I, I think it stands up on his own and mm-hmm. and a lot of times i choose to eat that uh other than anything else and jay it holds up well in the freezer yes well. i mean that's my
4: thing every time we go down and visit john there in arvada gluten-free things i uh, i steal basically a loaf of bread or two or whatever he's willing to give up i, I go home i throw a couple in the freezer uh, yeah, I mean, I, even after a couple months, take it out, thaw it, slice it up, toast it, put some uh, organic peanut butter and honey on it, and you're off to the races. Perfect. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's well, delicious.
5: One of the issues is that most chefs don't want to use that. They're used to the normal gluten aspect of breads and stuff like that. Eighty-five percent of gluten-free people will come into their shop and eat their stuff. Fifteen percent like celiacs, will not even walk into a restaurant. They're very scared unless, like, a Bruchy's and Mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, They're real scared of cross-contamination because they run into the situation where people have said, oh, yeah, we're gluten-free. And uh, they get a little bit of gluten. They go home sick. Some of them get really, really sick. But, um, you know, there's a a large market of gluten-free and vegan. And veganism is catching on. And keto and paleo, that's Mm -hmm. one of the next things we're, about a year we'll play with. But Gluten-free, uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, I've tried a lot of good ones out there. There's other manufacturers that are good also.
2: Yeah. So uh, industry, folks, um, here's the deal. If, if Do you like money, right? I mean, basically no. comes down to that. If, if you like money and you know what small margins you deal with, if you are one of the most successful restaurants around, you might have 8%, 10, 10% of your lucky profit off of your bottom line, Right. These types of things like vegan, gluten-free, catering to these people that there is a market for, they talk, they mobilize, they come to these places. If you'd like to see what is the growing margins for profit in this business, take a look at some of these things and don't ignore them. That would be my thing. silly we actually have a celiac guy that's coming on the show in the next segment talk about how you john how you your association with him and how you were recognized as well i want to congratulate you first off
5: thank you very much yeah we were recognized as when 2018 one of the top gluten-free manufacturers or restaurants by who denver uh by find me gluten-free or find me it's uh, i'm sorry uh He's associated with that, but me and gluten free. Uh, gluten free. Yeah, the, the gentleman that will be talking Yeah, Kevin to Ellis, next. yes. And so we were recognized. And so now goes the next one for 2019. And, uh, you know, getting votes and stuff like that with our customers and showing that we are one of the top gluten free manufacturers or restaurants in uh, the Denver area. But they do, do this nationwide. And so uh, here's it's, another it's little exciting. known fact What's the number
2: one state in the union that's gluten free? Colorado. 6:30 on 6:30 KHOW, an iHeart Radio station. Look forward to in the kitchen. We're going to catch up with him and uh, the owner, along with his brother David Eric Peterson Bolin Bush, and uh, it's called the Granddaddy of Denver watering holes. And I can't wait to talk to him. But up next, look forward to it. He's coming up. Kevin Ellis, a celiac himself, founder of Me and Gluten Free. That's next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeart Radio. Soup If you're hyper-local and you like food,
1: Eat click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures.
2: It is good.
1: Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
6: Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs. Plus, spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-age specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, BrewsBeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great belgian style beers it's brews beers 1675 west 67th avenue in denver see you soon
0: it's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the bindery eatery market and bakery hi i'm chef linda Hampston fox owner of the bindery my life's journey has taken me through switzerland France, Italy, and Mexico and has allowed me to create a menu at the Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street. Just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest.
2: All right, back to the show momentarily here And uh, Kevin Ellis, on hold, founder of Me and G Free. But right now we have to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke is just the man. He's installing tap lines everywhere. He's in San Diego right now. He's a Colorado guy, 20 years in the business. He's a family man as, as well. Uh, Jeff Rourke, uh, I'm telling you, he'll uh, do the maintenance. He'll uh, add a, a nitro line for you, and add a wine line, a, a water line. He'll make sure you have an A-plus on your report card uh, because, really, restaurant owners, brewery owners, you know, it, it's tacky. Foam beer, wrong temperatures. Uh, foam is money. If you guys are... You guys, if you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. I, Please, do not pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Again, 20 years in the business, the most trusted man around. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are. And I got to tell you, if you want some delicious gluten-free beer, uh, I really have a liking for Holla Daily Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado. And um, uh, Karen Hertz, mm-hmm. she's doing a great job. She used Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, and she trusts his tap lines to make sure that there's no contamination that way. And she almost insists, I think she does insist, that if a restaurant or bar carries her gluten-free beer that Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions uh, that they put in a dedicated line for. That's right. I mean,
4: I say it it all the time where if Punchbowl Social is going to fly somebody all over the country to put in their tap systems, they're they're doing something right.
2: Yeah, there's a little extra Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. In studio with us right now is John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. He got accolades for Colorado uh, from this gentleman for gluten-free and uh, owner and founder of Me and G-Free. Welcome to the Modern Eater Show with Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. It's Kevin Ellis on the VIP line. Hi, Kevin.
8: Hey, guys. How you doing?
2: We're well. Um, thank you for catching up. I believe um, you uh, carry around a baggie of your native soil in Florida. That's where you hail from, right?
8: No, no. So I'm from St. Louis. I'm actually in Florida right oh, now. Oh, you're so in Florida now. Okay. Yeah, I just... a little getaway, except we've got... Tropical storm getting ready to come through here tomorrow. So good I timing. Think we'll
2: be good though. Uh, <laughs> good. Time. I just got put from back from uh, Ostero Island, uh, Fort Myers Beach, Florida, and it's oh, uh, beautiful down there. I love the area. That's for sure. Uh, the reason why you're on is th- this past month, May, uh, Celiac and Gluten Free Awareness Month, right? And yep. you're, you're one of those rare folks that that uh, it's like you're a yeti. Uh, you're celiac, right?
8: Yeah. Yeah, well, there's about one percent of us globally that are that have celiac disease.
2: I know it. I know it. So we want to catch up with you and just spend I don't know five ten minutes talking about number one. How does one find out that they have the celiac disease?
8: Well, so a lot of times, um, most people have some sort of symptoms. So it could be, you know, classic GI.
2: Oops. Cutting out from floor That storm must have <laughs> come a little come, early there. Come right away. Uh, check him on the line. As I'm looking at um, his story here, Kevin Ellis, as we try and... What's really neat, let read, me jump maybe, in here. Maybe put him on hold. Greg, and, if you
3: don't mind. Sure. We, he's got a few uh, states where he's, he's doing some great guides for people to find out where they can get gluten-free dinners and restaurants in Boston
2: and Denver and St. Louis, D.C., Atlanta. Yeah, Austin. I was it checking this like, out. Yeah. I think this is interesting in his story. He talks about how he discovered he suffered from a variety of medical issues, from digestion problems and unhealthy weight loss to extreme fatigue and depression, and that's the short list. When he was diagnosed with celiac disease, he realized it wasn't his fault. So as we go back to him, and I'm kind of reading from your story, and, and welcome back to the show, Kevin. I think uh, we lost you Thanks. there for a second there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm looking at you Talk about fatigue and depression, and uh, isn't that most Americans, though?
8: Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised at the things that...
2: I know that's connected. me. <laughs> Am I celiac? <laughs> you'd,
8: uh, you'd be surprised at the things that are actually connected to celiac disease that you'd never even think would be symptoms. I mean, chronic fatigue depression, joint pain, headaches, all those things. Um, And until you go get tested for it, you're not going to know whether or not you have celiac disease. So if you suspect that you do, don't just start eliminating gluten from your diet. You probably want to go get tested with something called a TTG-IGA. It's a simple blood test that your doctors can go run for you.
2: That's fantastic. A lot of times um, there are, are undiagnosed people that go along, whether it's their thyroid um, yeah. certain things yeah. that that people just, you know, doctor just sees you as. Uh, and let's face it, in, in today's society and um, Western medicine, there's a chance they would have given you an antidepressant and send you home.
8: Oh, no, they absolutely did back uh, many years back. And, th- I mean, that's how our society is built right now. We're built on treating the symptoms. That's how conventional medicine is set up. And I think in order to really start, Treating and preventing these chronic diseases, we have to get to it before before it actually gets to that
2: point. So, tell us about your story. Let's you, just like in Alice in Wonderland. Let's start at the beginning. Um, you were diagnosed, and then you say, "Well, where do I go from here?" Because let's face it, eating is a big part of our life and lifestyle.
8: Yeah, no, and I mean, as soon as I would, I was diagnosed. Uh, I was basically handed a book that was lacked a lot of information and it basically said don't eat these foods and you'll be just fine and in reality that's not really the case um you know so just eliminating gluten from your diet doesn't necessarily mean that if you have celiac disease you won't still be impacted so when you go to a restaurant you want to know what are the actual ingredients that are in the recipe you want to know how people are handling the food are there even tiny little crumbs that are getting into your food because that can damage your small intestine and lead to a lot of health problems down the road. So we're actually just talking about that. that
2: yeah. we're just talking yeah. about that. So where do you go from there at that point? Do you um, just hide in the shadows in your home? In kind of what I do, you remember the movie <laughs> John Travolta, The Boy in the Bubble? Yeah. Uh, I kind that's kind of what I picture. Uh, yeah, is, is that the case?
8: I mean, I, I actually avoided I avoided social gatherings. People would invite me out to happy hour, a lot of different places. I just wouldn't go because I didn't want to be the person asking a million questions. You don't want to be the inconvenience or the burden when, you know, in reality, you shouldn't feel that way because it's for your health. But, um, I mean, food is central to our being. It's part of social interaction. And when you have good gluten-free options and you can find them out and people are doing it the right way, that makes it a lot easier when you're living, you know, the lifestyle of the
2: Celiac. Well, so here's John Irvin in, in studio with a dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada that you've recognized as well. Uh, Absolutely. John, you guys just, you
5: know. Well, one of the one of the questions I was going to ask you, and then you have probably as much experience as I have with uh, gluten-free, the gluten-free community, but, you know, I have a, by about 40 different customers who actually have gone to Europe and celiacs and also intolerant people and can eat all the pastries and stuff like that in France and then come back to the United States and have to go back and eat a gluten-free we lifestyle. Could do a
2: whole show
8: on how yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, have
5: you ran into very many people since you uh, kind of do things nationwide?
8: Oh yeah, and actually um, speaking of Europe I mean, Italy, Italy was really at the forefront of recognizing celiac disease as an actual disease, something that needs to be taken seriously, so if you go to Italy and Rome and and Florence and all these other places, they have a lot of gluten free restaurants as opposed to, you know, we're still kind of, we have a lot of options now, but we're still growing into what they've kind of already gotten to a while back.
2: So, uh, just a question for you. This is Greg. Um, Here's the question, you know, I would imagine because you are celiac and you are a very small percentage of of gluten free consumers, uh, why wouldn't you be terrified to? Go away from any gluten free product and just eat organically gluten free
8: um, a lot well let me actually just say that a lot of times if you have an intolerance to gluten or, or you know if you have celiac disease a lot of times you have intolerances to a lot of other foods too that you may, may not even know yet so when you're reading labels and you're looking at packages you're not you might not just be looking at foods that are gluten free you might be looking for Soy free, dairy free, nut free, corn sure. free, all these other all these other things. Um, and I think what's interesting is I didn't know John uh, and gluten free things before the recognition, but after learning a little bit more about them, um, I think what's really nice is that when you can find products that actually taste good and they're free of a lot of the other major allergens, that's that's pretty helpful for someone who already has a restricted diet and. and has limited options.
2: Yeah. Get, getting to know your body um, is is really an interesting thing and a lot of people don't go to the lengths that I do. I took something called a Alcat test which takes um, a sample of 500 of the most common foods that you can consume and tests it against your, your blood in an organic environment to see yeah. um, what, what uh, your body does with that as far as inflammation and, and antibodies. Uh, you, you know where they go to it, how how your body reacts to it, and the the three things that I thought were you know, one of them was cow's milk, and and I really the, that broke my heart, and and I thought, oh, geez, you know, but the other two were very shocking: carrot and sage causes inflammation. Interesting, and, yeah. And so your your body, as you get to know. And I, I thought I'd just throw that in there because it really is a journey that you're responsible in your life to know how your res- body responds to things to take your health into your own hands, Brian. Uh, thanks, Kevin,
3: for coming on the show. Brian Freeman here. I wanted to ask you a question about you. You refer to it as celiac disease, and just for the people out there who might not know, is this is it curable, or is it just something that you are able to maintain? Yeah, so
8: it's it's not curable. So once you have celiac disease. You have celiac disease for life. You have to maintain a strict gluten-free diet. You can't cheat at all um, because even if you don't have the symptoms, you can still have the intestinal damage. So celiac disease, it's it's a serious autoimmune condition where the ingestion of gluten, which is a protein found in wheat, barley, and rye, causes damage to the small intestine. So your small intestine has these tiny little hair-like projections called villi, and they're responsible for absorbing the vitamins, the minerals, the nutrients that we all need to, to survive and be healthy. When you eat gluten, even a crumb, if it can start to damage and destroy those villi and over time, that's gonna lead to, you know, osteoporosis, intestinal cancer. So, you know, when you have somebody with celiac disease who's asking questions about their meal and how it's prepared, um, don't make them feel like a burden because they're doing it for their, their short and long-term health. Yeah,
2: here, here. Uh, take one minute and talk about how people can find you. You have a great comprehensive website, uh, meandgfree.com. Uh, you're really empowering people, and I, and I want you to uh, take a minute to talk about how people can get a hold of you and how they can find out more information if they're uh, suspect to them having uh, gluten intolerance or being celiac as, as well. Absolutely,
8: yeah. So our our website is called meandgfree.com. It's meandg com. You can also find us on Facebook, at meandgfree, and Instagram, at meandgfree. And really what we're focusing on now is, um, you know, highlighting the restaurants that are are doing, uh, providing great gluten-free dishes across the U.S. Um, So best dedicated gluten-free, best gluten-free friendly restaurants, and then giving the owners like John a chance to share with their customers how specifically they make uh, they improve the gluten-free experience for them highlight their favorite dishes what are their best products and really get people give back some anticipation and excitement to a community of people that really feel like that's kind of been taken away from them um, you know and then also there's some other resources out there ultimate gluten-free guide um, if you get diagnosed and you don't know where to start, you can get a free thirty page ebook just by going to the home page. Um, and then there's some information on getting your house set up and squared away with a free lifestyle as well. So a lot of great stuff and we're we're literally um we've got a lot of great stuff coming here in the next couple months too.
2: Keep fighting the good fight and uh, beating that drum, my man. There are a lot of people that appreciate. Uh, your work and John Irvin's work, and it really all just starts making sense and coming together, and I'm so happy um, you found how to get your health back.
8: Well, I appreciate that, and, uh, you know, John, gluten-free things, congratulations again. I mean, you all obviously are doing great things, and um, I'm I'm glad your products are are doing well, and
2: uh, I'll, I'll talk to you. Thank you so much. There he is, the voice of Kevin Ellis right there on the modern eater show and uh okay that was actually a really informative really great uh, half an hour of radio here on the modern eater show appreciate guys like uh kevin coming on because we we beat the drum here all the time on the modern eater show because we want everybody to enjoy their life their lifestyle and uh eat the way that's going to make them happy and healthy so that's a cool thing john
5: well, thats I'll, I'll say one thing with respect to what he had said and what you were talking about with respect to ingredients, and that's one of the reasons why we minimize our ingredients. And the other thing is that I really do listen to a lot of my customers, especially ones like Kevin, who uh, back in 2010, 2012, when we first started down this road developing gluten-free products, I was tasting products. And literally what uh, one of the sugar cookies I remember tasting was like eating sand at Saint, you know, at Saint Pete Beach. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah, uh, it had no flavor. And stuff you're like really that.
2: just cutting the road, John. You're making yeah. things taste good. John Irvin, gluten-free things. It's glutenfreethings.com where you can get your stuff. You hear it here on How all the time, Monday through Friday. John has an ad running. Uh, John Irvin. He's uh, really just the spirit guide for you for gluten and gluten-free things. Uh, okay, guys, we're gonna eat. Mm. Up next, in the kitchen. It's it's such a good time. We're going to spend about, uh, I don't know, probably 45 minutes with this guy, something like that. Uh, Bolin Bush, owner, Eric Peterson. He's up next, in the kitchen, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland.
1: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
7: Hey Colorado, this is
3: Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater talk show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100, choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com.
7: Whose cuisine reigns supreme?
1: You're listening to The Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvana.
2: Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweety. It's a Saturday night and we're live in the iHeart Studios. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, The Modern Eater Show. Don't forget, we're setting out on a road. Is his mic on? John Irvin's mic.
3: Let's turn mm-hmm. that one off. <laughs> oh, I love her
2: boy. Uh, let's God. turn it off. All right. No uh, no further ado right now. Uh, serving up delicious food in the iHeart Studios. Bush, he's the owner, along with his brother David. His name is Eric Peterson. And, uh, Eric, welcome to the Modern Eater
10: Show. First appearance, but not the last. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I think I picked the wrong night. As a brewer to show up with all the no gluten way. free and because oh, every, every, no way. You know, yeah. everybody
2: tunes in. That's I mean that's the way that is something for everybody, right? And that's Absolutely. Really what the Bull and Bush has
10: something for everybody. It, it absolutely. I mean the, the people that come in the Bull and Bush. I mean the age range it's one years old to 101 years old, and I think that's part of the uh, secret of our success is it's a little bit of everything for everybody. We're going to get in the weeds and really just talk about the the great. Um,
2: bowl and bush kind of what it means to our community but right now in the in the kitchen it's kind of about food right so grab that menu that you have that you built put in front of us which we really appreciate i want to give you just four minutes to talk about how you formulate it that just just riff on on what you brought tonight what we're going to be eating and we're going to have dinner past the uh, seven o'clock hour and then come back and and uh, spend a full half hour with
10: you about the bowl and bush sure um Well, I I got the call to come on the show, and uh, there was a food element that was asked of us, you know, being a brew pub, and there's not a whole lot of brew pubs in in Denver. Most of the breweries are tasting rooms, yeah. so there's no food available. So I was thinking, what could I bring that would be really fun to kind of highlight what we do at the Bull and Bush? So uh, I was like, we got to pair up our Big Ben Brown Ale, which we just won a gold award at the World Beer Cup a few weeks Congratulations. ago, down, in, down wow. in Nashville, thank you, and uh, so we do the prime rib three nights a week, and I thought it would pair up really well with the Big Ben Brown Ale, so I brought our 18-hour roasted prime rib, we're going to top it with some onion strings, and uh, a little bit of au jus served with our atomic horseradish, and uh, one of our big sides that, that people order, and kind of what we're known for, is our mashed potatoes and green chili. Wow! Since we've ever since seventy one, we've been serving this, and it's kind of a classic Bull and Bush staple. That you know, when people read on the menu, they're like mashed potatoes and green chili, Uh but but but, but they 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 try it and they're like, man, that really works. So I thought I'd bring some mashed potatoes and green chili for the side, and uh, for dessert, we're gonna do a little uh, ice cream clone. Uh, stout ice cream. So I took some of our chocolate ice cream clone stout. It's a milk stout that uh, we made with a little bit of our our beer. So it's got a a really nice malty backbone to the ice cream, which is really unique. And to add a little bit, uh, we threw in some Madagascar chocolate chips, Mm -hmm. and we're going to serve them on a little mini cone and uh, pair it up with the actual beer that we made the ice cream with, our chocolate ice cream clone stout. And uh, that's going to be for dessert. So I'm just f- smiling ear to ear yeah. right now. Just and a I, couple beers and a couple. Yeah, uh, and,
2: and and so Eric, as special as you're treating us here tonight, it's really not the case. This is you can get this at Bull and Bush, correct? Yeah, this is this is your everyday
10: jam. This is this is our everyday <laughs> uh, little slice of Bull and Bush hospitality. Yeah.
3: Well, well yeah. Greg, for, let me yeah, chime yeah, in, in here ahead, because the reality. Listen, I've been here for a little while. You guys have been doing this for a long time, but I gotta believe that no one has come to the studio with their act this together he brings a menu
2: couple have come he, close he, but the he, bar is raised yeah he,
3: the bar is raised i mean we we've had some great food we've had some good spreads but mm-hmm. tonight um the dinner that i'm looking at with that beer that i'm just so envious of um it just looks incredible i mean i am so excited the mashed potatoes it's real Perfect.
2: folks it's i mean all right it's time for us to eat right yes,
3: well, let's yes, yes, yes. we're
2: gonna come back and spend a lot of time with eric peterson uh, owner of the Bull and Bush. I'm so excited. We're we're just going to talk about all of the things around Bull and Bush, how long they've been around. Uh, 47 years. 47 years yeah. a restaurant survived. You, Greg it's, Jay here, you have
4: to be doing something right to, yeah. to, to hang around that long. And go to the Modern Eater Facebook page, because a picture of uh, the prime rib and mashed potatoes just went up. And it will blow your mind that this is happening in studio.
2: It's set out yeah. in front of me right now. The smells, my mouth is just watering <laughs> and watering.
10: Eric, uh, first of all, your your um friend here tonight helping out. Uh, this is uh my sous chef Genesee. She's great. Uh chefing it up for us. Chefing it up here.
2: Very in appreciative. Studio. Yes,
10: absolutely. Okay, let's take a break.
2: We'll do a quick turnaround. Uh pay some bills, hear some news. We'll come back a full hour here. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, You are listening to The Modern Eater Show. We're going on Road Trip 2018 starting next week after the show. Can't wait for you to see that. You can see a bunch of information. TheModerneater.com. In the meantime and in between time, we'll see you on the next hour right here on The Modern Eater Show.
1: It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater.
2: What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're
3: all here for—delicious and tasty. Now we're
1: getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
2: Okay, no joke. Probably is the best uh, meal. (laughs) It totally is. Get out of here, Modern Eater show. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. We're in the iHeart Studios, but not for long. Next week, we uh, set sail after the show to um, head out on our road trip 2018 as the Modern Eater connects Colorado with its uh, great sourcing of produce, protein, distilleries, breweries, restaurants, grocery stores, coffee shops. Uh, We're going to have a great time. You can follow along. Uh, all of the great things, the eater.com the Modern Eater Facebook page, and the Modern Eater Instagram. This hour brought to you by A-Plus Beverage Solutions. We've got to thank Jeff Rourke so much for being a fine sponsor of the Modern Eater Show. As we continue right now, Bull and Bush in the house. And uh, Eric Peterson just served us up one heck of a meal. Man, are they in the house. Set the bar right here. Eric, uh, welcome back to this hour of the Modern Eater Show. As a plate of food comes up uh, on you right now, let's just do a little recap for the folks that are joining us, Eric. Uh, You brought us some food. What would you bring tonight? And, and again, by the way, this is um, every day at the Bolin Bush. You can get these types of fine products. Yeah, tonight
10: uh, I wanted to pair up our... Uh, World Beer Cup winning gold medal uh, award, our Big Ben Brown Ale. So I decided to pair it up with our 18-hour roasted prime rib with uh, onion strings on top, a little au jus, our atomic horseradish sauce, and a side of a little mashed potatoes and green chili, which is kind of a Bullenbush classic staple that uh, you can get as a side or as an appetizer.
2: Literally a holiday dinner. It's, sitting in front this of is insane.
10: Sitting I mean, th- th- this is old school, like ro- f- you know, Sunday night roast, which nobody nobody really does prime rib in town anymore. It's it's kind of a kind of a throwback a little bit, but it's uh, it pairs up with a really kind of a throwback style of beer, this English style brown ale, just a very classic English style brown ale. So uh, it's it's fun to just keep the classics rolling, you know, because if, if anybody. Out there has been to the Bull and Bush. They know it's when you walk into the Bull and Bush, it is like a time warp. Yes, You're it here, is. like this yes, English pub, the fireplace is going. You're like, where am I? Because it's, it's like nothing else in Denver because there's nothing, you know, there's really no old school places left in Denver. Good segue. Yeah.
2: Good segue of Bull and Bush, the location. I just go down Leedsdale Drive in Glendale, Colorado. Is it on Birch? What's it on?
10: We're on uh, Cherry Creek Drive South in Dexter, and- about three quarters of a mile east of Colorado Boulevard. Yeah, Cherry Creek Drive and, and uh, Dexter. Craig, Brian Freeman here. I'll tell you, Bull and Bush
3: is one of those forgotten places because they have a brunch, they have great food. And I, it, for me, it was one of those places when, you know, I live up in the mountains now, but when I lived in the city, I would pop over to the Bull and Bush with great friends on a Sunday. It, it was a great place. I mean,
10: it's Denver's original brunch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
3: Really? So there was something to my madness coming over to you guys on sure. time. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's great food, good. Good beer
2: all day long. I mean, I'm looking at this list with 42 different beers. Well, here's what's interesting, Brian. Um, Two generations, right? About 47 years, same location. And as um, Eric's old man Dale once put it, this is what it's all about. If you're in the tavern business, fresh beer, the music, the camaraderie, the friendship. Most restaurants, you might go there once a year. Here you come in once a month, once a week, maybe even once a day. (laughs) And I I really think that that sums it up for the Bowling Bush, right? You have a lot of people that frequent the Bowling Bush. Friends
10: and family, you go in there, and it's familiar faces. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes is from my Uncle Dino. He said, uh, you know, anybody can open up a pub for a year, two years, five years, seven years, ten years, fifteen years. But when you can keep it going for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, that's the true art. Mm-hmm. Because there, there is there is an art to running a pub and, and to to sustain the the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, the changes in the neighborhood. So, uh, But you had to,
2: you know, you, you talk about that ebb and flow. Um, it, it's remained
10: the same, but it's changed. You've added the brewery element. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my brother and I, uh, really changed the whole dynamic of the Bull and Bush when we added the brew pub. You know, out of the brewery, started making fresh beer. That brought in a whole new element, a younger crowd, and uh, really increased our whiskey selection. We have Colorado's largest uh, whiskey selection. Do you really? Do, oh, yeah.
2: Over Hearth and Dram downtown?
10: They've got a whole wall of whiskey. It's pretty darn big, too. But you're up there. So oh, yeah. 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 We're, de- we're definitely up. Length. So we're known for that, too. So Colorado whiskey. We, we do a lot of Colorado whiskey as well, cool. a lot of scotch, a lot of bourbon, Irish, you know, from all over the world. Yeah. So just kind of keep expanding on it while also maintaining that core element of the Bull and Bush, which people... What would you say that core element of Bull and Bush is? I, for me,
7: the,
10: the secret of the success, uh, or another secret, is when my dad and uncle built the Bull and Bush, they, they put in an English pub. Which all the bars in Glendale were fern bars or discos, or <laughs> so, so they didn't stand the test of time. Yeah, Colorado but, Mine Company, which was, yeah, I mean that's gone. gone. But if you know, if you're over in London, you go to a pub. You know, some of them, like the 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 original Blumbush, which they de- you know dates back to 1645 in London. I mean, most of these pubs you walk into, they're hundreds of years old and they look the exact same. So they're, they're kind of timeless in a way. So you don't really need to remodel or redo the whole theme of the place yeah well to think it's going
3: to be 47 years this august i mean that would be an event that i think people should get out to
2: august 4th this year can
3: we
10: come to your 47th absolutely when
2: does that fall yeah. on the date Is it, that party?
10: we're having our 47th anniversary on saturday august 4th
2: i see a remote in
10: our future yes and what we're, do you think we're flying show, in <laughs> we're flying in one of my favorite bands in the world called the giraffes really from uh, brooklyn new york they played our 45th anniversary they didn't destroy the Bullenbush too much, so we're inviting them back him to back. Uh, do a little punk rock show at the uh, Bull and Bush. I love it. And the patio's expanded. Yeah, we put the patio in about 14, 15 years ago now.
2: Mm-hmm. Which I think is a great that, that added, addition. That added that's a whole other layer, it too. Yeah, it added a great addition. And I'll tell you what, I may or may not have gotten lucky because of your fireplace in that lounge area right there. Oh, yeah, those nice
10: Chesterfield couches. <laughs> oh, I, I have gotten lucky with <laughs> that fireplace. Because so. of,
2: it, not at the fireplace. <laughs> well, okay, because no one was it. looking. <laughs> uh, listen, that's one of those things to where, you know, you knuckle up at the bar or you sit in your very intimate, fun, uh, historic dining room is what i would say and then i'm always eyeing you know when are are those people going to get up to what's the best way to get a seat over there by the fireplace get in early i watch a game there
10: you know you watch a game it's such a cool it's almost like las vegas yeah you know there's no windows there's no clocks you you lose sense of time you definitely do you can walk walk in there (laughs) when it's sunny outside you Uh walk outside and there's a blizzard yeah you're like what happened
2: i know so uh,
3: well, but
10: talk to, talk about the
3: fact. I mean, I think that the, you guys changed with the times, but not really because you you kept the decor the same. But in '97 is when you 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 had your first batch of beer come off, and that was really at the time. If you look at it, I mean, the microbrew rage started in the early '90s, and you guys were right there. So I would say you know you really were a forerunner in that whole arena.
10: Yeah, we we got in really early on, and and. uh I, I, you know, came up with these classic styles, so it's also trying to keep it relevant today with keeping some of the classic styles that we're used to making and what the customers have come in to enjoy. But you know, there's a whole other aspect of just the the evolution of craft beer and and where it's all going. But um, I always think the advantage that we have is we serve our own food, so. That's a whole other element that brings people in. Mm -hmm.
3: Well, but all those beers. I mean, I'm looking at this list all night, and half of this list is brewed Mm in-house. I mean, you've got 21—well, about 20 beers that you brew at the Bull and Bush. And of all over the spectrum, I mean, I'm so bummed tonight, folks. I can't drink because I'm on some medication, but I'm bummed because
10: I'm smelling it. He brought my favorite. I love dark beers. How long has Gabe Moline been with you? Gabe Moline has been with us since uh, 97. 90, so since so the go. just yeah. right after we started, he uh, he was the assistant brewer. He started off actually in the kitchen, and he came to me one day, and he's like, hey, Eric, I want to learn how to brew beer. I'm like, well, go next door, and Patrick will teach you. Patrick was our original brewer, and and uh, so Gabe was Patrick's assistant for a couple years, and Patrick left, and Gabe took over, and he's been rocking it ever since, winning a lot of awards and world-class uh, awards and doing very, very well.
2: Let's keep it going. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll pay a couple bills. We'll come back, and we'll continue with Eric Peterson, uh, now owner, along with David, his brother. Uh, someone's
10: got to be at work tonight, right? Uh, I'm kind of skipped out <laughs> a little bit. My brother's <laughs> up in the mountains, but uh, he, he was going to come come join us, but he had a friend flying from town, so they'll, they're up in Grand Lake he, this weekend. He's missing out on a good time. Hopefully he's listening uh
2: right now to us he is hi Dave hello <laughs> hello I uh, can't wait to see you as well uh we'll continue on and let's talk about all of the special things that you have going on there that really make it that um community it's it's it, it's when the community embraces you there's very few places that like you know you look at Cherry Creek the Mo- Milwaukee Street Tavern's been around for quite some time but they even did a rebranding I want to what do you remember? What Milwaukee Street was called before Milwaukee Street? Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I, f- I forget. I forget too. I forget too. But that's you're that's- talking down in the basement there, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at guard level. Yes, legends. Legends. That's yes, right. legends. That, yes, <sighs> legends. And they, and they even went through a rebranding. But it, it's a matter of neighborhoods and neighborhoods embracing the restaurants, or what you would call the a watering hole. Right. Your well,
3: the one- only one that's that long I can think of is uh, like the Cricket.
2: Yeah. The watering hole. Yeah. Um, so let's come back. We'll we'll talk about some of those things and then some of the great promotions because every night of the week you have something different going on, right? Yes. Prime rib is three nights a week. What three, th- three, what nights, three week. nights are those? Uh Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. On Saturday. Tonight, right now, if you hear you can't come here. You cannot come here and eat our food. But you can go to the bowl and go bush to the Bull and bush and eat what we're eating right now and the beer. Correct. Right now. How cool is that? John, are you enjoying yourself? Yes, he is.
10: All right, we'll take a break. He's eating. Come on, right
2: back. (laughs) Is it good, John? It is very good. Yeah, it's delicious. All right, we'll do this. Uh, Take a quick turnaround. Come back. You're listening to the voice of Eric Peterson. He's the owner, along with David, of the Bowling Bush. You know the Bowling Bush. I know you do. If you don't, you better figure it out quick. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show right here on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper local and you like food, Eat it. click and
1: taste The Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
0: It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to The Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at the Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures, and I look forward to you being my next guest.
6: Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-age specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming tap room and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. <laughs> what the f*** wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: Back at it in the Modern Eater Show studios right here on 630K How and iHeartRadio station. Uh, continuing our conversation, Brian, this has been a delicious dinner that we've had. Jay Parker's down there getting... Uh, Another brewery that's coming in, Launchpad Brewing Company from Aurora, is entering the studio as we speak right now. Uh, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. Remember, we're heading out on Road Trip 2018. You'll be able to see all of our shenanigans as we hit the road um, starting next Saturday after the show. Uh, the boys are going to head out in a uh, in Brian's truck and with dragging a trailer behind it to check out all the greatest <laughs> spots in Colorado. It's going to be a good time. Hey, w- when you hear that, uh, Eric Peterson from Bolin Bush, Eric, when when you hear us talk about our road trip, w- there's only we're, we're setting out with three, but only two are coming back alive,
10: right? <laughs> I, I was w- when you first mentioned I was like man that's gonna be smelly yeah. and just terrible whew. it's not gonna oh, we're gonna Sh- have showers're g- be-
3: quite a bit that's i I don't think uh, jay and I are those smelly type of i think it's i don't uh, perspire
2: but I don't do anything to perspire. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, Bull and Bush is the name of the game this hour. Now, Jay, I don't think you've been to the Bull and Bush. I,
4: once upon a time, and please don't take that personal, Eric. What you'll learn about me as far as the show cast goes is I've gone nowhere. I haven't done a lot. I can't find my way. I still map. So you're the one that's not coming back. It, well, no, I I have been. I was there a hundred years ago when I first moved to Colorado. Um, back in the like right at 2000 ish. So I know I have been there. But I will promise you this: I'm going to make it a point to come back in and take some pictures and do some. Now that I know you and and Genesee and and how wonderful you guys are, it, it's almost like uh, I have to. If you ever I, get
2: a date too.
4: Well, I said, I said I want to go. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I mean that—that's uh, you mentioned uh, Alice in Wonderland.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah, those are fairy tales. Okay, that's right. But uh, you can go down the. Ra- I've been down the rabbit hole a few times at the Bull and Bush. Uh, you <laughs> you just stay us- <laughs> there all day long. You know, you really do. I mean, you laugh about it a little bit, but it's almost like you set up shop. Oh you yeah. Know? Well, you you then football in football season, the sun's out and yeah. you walk
10: out. It's- dark. You're like, what happened to my day? <laughs> that's
2: yeah. right. And it's because you have everything, everything that you need. Um As we talk about Bolin-Bush, the, the things that stand out to you the, the most for success of why you've lasted so long, are there one, two, three things that are either principles or things uh intangibles that the Bolin-Bush has that may, maybe you hadn't really even thought about it too much, but just kind of your core values and what the Bull and Bush has to offer.
10: Well, I, I think what my my dad, Dale, and my Uncle Dino, instilled in, in my brother and I is just, you know, hospitality. Yeah. You, you know, people talk about, oh, you know, how was the service? You know, the service was good. And how was the food? The food was good. But nobody really talks about the hospitality. And the hospitality for me is just what you do for for other people when people aren't looking mm-hmm. and if you if you really wrap your arms around people with hospitality um i think that just sets you apart and, and you know at the bull and bush it's, it's it's my brother and i and you go around a lot of these restaurants around town and you know they're chains and the owner is five states away or yeah. you, you know mm-hmm. their their name is on the yeah, on the U.S. stock exchange, and how many and, names know. do you remember? I mean, you,
2: oh, folks come in all the time, right? You greet I, them. I hello? mean, one hundred
10: fifty-six thousand people a year come in the Bull and Bush, wow. and, and wow. I mean, my brother and I meet most of them, or, or I mean, just all the faces and the and so the familiar you, faces that come in every day.
2: Are you kind of front of the house guy, front man?
10: Uh my brother and I are both kind of front of the house, and then. You know, we do the behind-the-scenes stuff with the kitchen and with the brewery, and mm-hmm. and uh, we also distribute our beer, so we're in bottles and kegs. Uh, we're on draft around Colorado. We're at about, a, about 80 draft accounts around town. Can and, we
4: talk about that?
10: And we're at about 150 liquor stores around town. That's amazing.
2: Let's talk or, about or that. Or around Colorado. That model, and a lot of times, because you, you are a brew pub.
10: Yeah, let me throw a question at Jericho real quick. Brian Freeman here. Where did Bull and Bush, where'd the name come from? The 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 actual name of the Bullen Bush comes from the original Bullen Bush, which is in Hampstead Heath, England, and it dates back to 1645. It's a very traditional English pub that a lot of literary people used to hang out at, and one of the most famous um, English folk songs called "Down at the Bullen Down at the Old Bullen Bush" was written about the Bullen Bush. You're nice. kidding me. See if you
2: nice. can, hey uh, Regis, see if you can find that song on YouTube. What is it called? There,
10: there's actually a, a Muppets uh, a version of <laughs> uh, the, the UK version of the Muppet Muppets did a segment or, or a show called Down at the Old Bull and Bush. And so all the people in the pub. Really? There's a guy playing piano. The dog is oh, singing. Oh, that's kind so cool. Down it's at hilarious.
2: the Old Bull and Bush. See if you can find that. Regis. Um, we, so we have Jared Leonard on hold right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay, it's seven twenty-seven. We're look. Like, can we do this real quick? Do you mind if if we let's let's take Jared Leonard right now because I know his time is valuable. I'm gonna. Is Jared Jared? Do we have you?
9: Yeah, I'm yeah.
2: here. Hey, Jared, how are you? What an event that! So we have guys in from the Bowling and Bush. As you're getting familiar with Colorado, you need to make a stop in uh, to the yeah, Bull and Bush cool. in Glendale. Jared, you're out and about right now. Where are you? A chicken fight? Where are you?
9: No, I was, uh, I'm was. i actually at home right now. I, I just got home from a, an off-site event at Brewability Lab. Oh, cool.
2: Very cool. So, Jared Leonard, he's the owner of uh, Ofu in Zeppelin Station. He also owns a company called Barbecue Supply Company. And Barbecue Supply Company is um, one of these. Uh, why don't you describe what Barbecue Supply Company is, Jared?
9: Well, you know, at it, it, its core, in our core, we're a, a true Texas-style barbecue joint. And, uh, you know, we've got two restaurants in Chicago, but one of the unique things that we do that kind of separates us from just being a restaurant is uh, in, in Chicago and as, as well here in Denver, we have a facility where we host private events and cooking classes uh, with the goal to, to really get people involved with our brand at, at a closer level than just here's some food on a plate, you know?
2: Yeah, So we
9: bring people in to, like you guys were here, for the pig roast. Uh, We bring people in to teach cooking classes. You know, our our goal is really to inspire people to love barbecue as much as we do.
2: We did a whole hog roast at your spot. It's Barbecue Supply Company. It's your uh, kind of event kitchen that holds uh, 40 people very comfortably in a kitchen environment off of... um, delaware and evans i want to say am i am i on with that it's by the it's on the uh, evans light rail station right there off the delaware santa fe santa fe and evans tell everyone it's easy to find you can just glide right in there
9: um, you can't miss the big blue international farm truck with a giant smoker on it.
2: Right, and that's your deal, barbecue. And we, you kind of laid out uh, a whole hog roast, which we had the pleasure to indulge in this past um, Tuesday night. I want to say it was a little blurry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because well,
3: Jared, let me ask him, though. That, Brian Freeman there. The, Jared, Brian Freeman here. That hog, you know, one thank you, thank you, thank you. It was, it was an awesome night. It was a press event. There was lots of great people there. But that whole hog you did, Jared— <laughs> You know, I came home saying every party I want to throw, I want to go talk to Jared and have this hog at every party. I love
9: it. That's the goal. Yeah, I mean, it's just such a cool way to share a meal because it really connects you to the cuisine. It's it's really hard to connect a diner to the passion that you have for your cooking without actually kind of showing them a little bit of what you do, you know? Like, uh, words only go so far, but the visual... The the visceral effect of smelling the smoke, seeing the pig, seeing the smoker, interacting with the pit master, like that really gets people fired up, you know, and and it's, it's a, it's unique to barbecue because you can't really invite people into your kitchen to watch you plate, you know, 40 beautiful Michelin star plates. That's just not practical. Um, I mean, a variety of reasons why you wouldn't do that. It's not comfortable. It's just not, it doesn't work. Um, I mean, they have chef's tables at fancy restaurants, but we kind of took that idea and applied it to this casual style of dining, and it's it's just, it's so easy, it, it translates very easy to our consumer They're just like, wow, here's the pig, they smoked it for 14 hours, this is the shoulder, this is the loin, you know, uh, people are, are, are so lost on like, you know, what part of the pig is what, because when they see it on a plate, who can really tell, right? Maybe a chef, but not the average diner, so... You get the whole hog out there. It's just, you know, to me, that's one of the coolest ways to do a dinner service. Hey, Jared, it's Jay here.
4: That that was my favorite part, actually, of, of being at that dinner was when you were up there and, and, and you meet everybody and, and you speak to all the diners who are staring at this gorgeous pig and you give a little tutorial about what's happening, not only physically on the pig, but also, you know, barbecue and the food in general, which uh, I love that because as a novice, when I'm in the kitchen, I like hearing some some tips and some little secrets and, and some
3: new information that I didn't know. So that that's a really uh, fun part of it. Jared Brian Brian here. Let me ask you a quick question. If I wanted to come to you with with an animal with some protein, would you s- smoke it, or is that something you you just say you don't even need to bring the animal? Tell me what you want, and um, I can create a huge event for you.
9: Well, I mean, you don't need to bring the animal, but I think you know what happens sometimes. Like I've had um, people bring me like lamb and want to smoke lamb, and it's just I would advise that that's not the best meat to smoke because it's not super fatty. Um, I've had people bring me. Uh, wild boar which it's okay uh so i, I always try to consult with uh, you know the, the the customer and just let them know exactly what the results are going to be so that they're not misled because barbecue is very specific to certain types of meat they're generally fatty cuts of meat that are not broken down um and, and it kind of is like i see a lot of this like people doing smoked rattlesnake and smoked buffalo and you know, it's just it's it, barbecue has always been pigs and cows because they're fatty. You know, they're they're perfect for barbecue. So if you brought me a pig, I'd smoke it. If you brought me uh, a lamb, I'd probably tell you we should just spit cook it. You know, cook it over a hot grill, hot and fast. Um, but I mean, we're always we're always open to, to working with our customers. And you know, you got something special you want to do. We we'll just we'll do. It. We won't necessarily do it the way you expect to do it. We'll kind of consult with you and, and teach you the best way to do it.
2: All right, let me recap Jared. That's the voice of Jared Leonard. He's the owner of Barbecue Supply Company, he has a great event center. Uh, perfect. If you're you know, a lot of people are looking, what do I do for a corporate idea, a party, a reception, an area that I can have an experience, because that's what you're going to get with Jared Leonard and Barbecue Supply Company. Um, here's the deal. How can people get a hold of you, Jared?
9: Yeah, so go uh, go to our website barbecuesupplydenver.com. That's bbqsupplydenver.com and there's a contact me, contact, you know, contact us button on there. Um you can also hit us up on all the the general modern forms of communication at barbecue supply on Instagram, at @barbecue supply on Facebook. We have a Twitter but we don't really use it. So Instagram and Facebook are great ways to kind of get involved with our brand, see pictures of what we do and really get a feel for What we stand for. So um, you're you're gonna
2: get us up. Yeah, Jared, you're gonna get to. We're gonna get to know you very well because after we get back from our road trip, from our uh, connecting Colorado to great food and drink. Uh, We're going to round it off with a summer series of dinner at your event center that is just going to be one of those things that's a don't miss. And you'll get to get up close and personal by joining us for our dinners in July and August. And uh, Jared Leonard has supplied us the space. Uh, Thank you so much, Jared. None better than you. You'll be back on the show many, many more times.
9: Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have a a webpage or a Facebook, anything for the dinners yet?
2: Uh, Coming right at you this week.
9: All right, sweet. Well, we'll look forward to that, and we'll help promote it. And we're super excited to do these dinners and kind of just you know get in the mix with these local Colorado chefs and farmers and and have a great time.
2: I love it. There he is, Jared Leonard, right here on the Modern Eater show. Okay, we'll come back. We'll take a break. Uh, Sorry about that, you guys. A a little disjointed. Uh, Oh, look at the music.
1: (laughs) Bring it
2: to a little show. farther out there, Regis.
1: Now I'll sing you down Here we go. at the old bull and bush.
7: <laughs>
1: Will you give me a chord G, please, Mr. Conductor? All right, so. Come, come, come and make eyes oh. at me down at the old bull and bush. Come, come. Come for with me down at the old Bullen Bush. Hear the little German band. Just let me hold your hand, dear. Do, do. Come and have a drink what do you think, a down at the old Bullen Bush.
10: <laughs> Classic. Come on down <laughs> the old we, we need to put that on about. 1 55 a.m. just to get everybody out of the that's not a bad a, idea out of the pub yeah that's right just blare
2: it i'm eating ice cream right
4: now i, I would say this uh, eric and you might agree no matter what b- pub bar anything uh, that you own or in, in what part of town or what part of the world i can guarantee you one thing that uh it's the same thing at 155 which is get just get out of the bar Oh yeah, we we need you out. No matter what bar you are, Jay, you deal with he that. he comes from
2: a different school than you.
4: Well, I know, but he hey, he just agreed with me instantly. Well, instantly. <laughs> He's so more I'm more about hospitality than well, you. Not at
5: 155.
4: <laughs> Every bar owner is about the same thing at 155, which is uh, you they don't, don't have, to, have you don't time. have to you don't have
2: to uh, go home, but you can't stay here. David from Launchpad Brewing in Aurora. Uh, seems like you know each other somehow, guys. Oh yeah. What do you think? We'll take a break. We'll come on. We'll bring them on early with you, and we can just sure. chop it up for, for the rest sure. of the show. You just stick it on for the rest absolutely. of the absolutely. All right, we'll come back. Launchpad Brewing in the house right now. No, um, no. We, we've. What's that? Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> fighting Jay over cream? here. Jay's trying to get back his ice cream, and I'm like, hold on a second, there. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much. For this is, course. yeah course. just did you get any ice cream yet? Come on in here. Not, and not get yet, but once yeah, we go to break, I'm mine,
5: definitely getting some ice cream. Ice cream,
2: beer, right here. <laughs> All right, Greg Allman, back Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, hanging out with Eric Peterson and uh, Bolin Bush. I'm telling you, That's just it's right up there. It's right up there with every. Restaurant.
3: I'm so impressed. I'll yeah. tell you, they they took my opinion of them up so much today. I mean, I already liked it. It was well, at... well the baseline's pretty low. So. <laughs> no, you you guys have a, an incredible place over there. I mean, I really I commend you for what you've been doing. How long you've been doing it? I mean, it's just, it,
2: it's
10: your ice cream. Let's yeah. take a break. Yeah, no, thank you. It's, it's an honor. We'll
2: come back. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Soup's on. If you're hyper-local and you like
1: food, Eat it. click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good! Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
2: Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins? The list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. It's a party in here, I'll tell you what. I even think Regis is having a good time his first night on with the show. Jeff Roark and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 20 years in the business. You need an A-Plus report card on your draft system, and Jeff can give it to you, man. I'm telling you, uh, he's the type of guy who's a local guy. He's done so many breweries, uh, longer than the list on my arm. I can't even count how many he does here locally. I mean, Lost Highway used him five times. Yeah. You know, resolute. Yeah. Punchbowl Social. Yep. Old Chicago. Yep. Declaration. Yep. There's a million more. Yeah, there really are. But um, so trusted that people out of state, and you said it yourself one time, don't kid yourself if you don't think that there are draft line installers in other states. Yeah, yeah. But they'll fly Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's in San Diego right now. He'll be back soon. Tab 14, pouring... uh, is it uh, 70 lines of 70. delicious Colorado craft beer and Jeff Rourke's the man they trust with it get a hold of Jeff Rourke he can uh, I'm I'm telling you what the temperature's foam get to the expert if you're pouring inefficient beer what are you doing you're pouring your money down the drain please don't pour your money down the drain get a hold of Jeff Rourke and a Plus Beverage Solutions 720 3809 720 272 3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to The Modern
5: Eater on iHeartRadio.
2: Okay, coming down the home stretch right here on The Modern Eater Show, we're going to spend a couple of minutes and then uh, take a break and catch up and do Booze in the News, all the Booze news you can use, which um, in studio with us right now is uh, David Le- uh, Levesque. Am, am I even close? Leveque. Le- Leveque. Le- Leveque. What? Do it again? Leveque. Le- 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 oh, very yeah. close, Greg. <laughs> hey, can I get a phonetic? I know. Time, that's Jake? my fault. But in my defense earlier with the
4: St. Louis Leveque? and Florida thing, just I was Leveque. Right.
2: Leveque. Leveque. I got Leveque. it. Leveque. Done. Leveque. Oh, the hats are coming on. Well, though. he can't. Oh, we've got the hats going in the studio. That's yes. my
10: screen hats. Yeah,
2: continuing on Bowling Bush, owner Eric Peterson. David's. Um, at home right now um, wish you were here he's up in grand lake grand <laughs> slacker oh really okay he's in grand lake getting hats out now you two know each other though right
11: oh yeah we've known each other for three four years now three four years yeah.
10: just a little while I, I think how long ago did you open up your brewery uh it'll be three years in july so it was i think before. we met just after you opened
11: yeah on uh, another radio show i believe yes yep
10: on turk's old show um, old show? I yep. think it's with... Uh... It, it was Turk and Gary's show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Remember that. Um, the hats are out. <laughs> the hats are out. What? Are, what's the deal with these hats
10: that we have? I'm sure we're going to get some photos. Uh, just, you know, we made some ice cream, and uh, we make this beer called Ice Cream Clone uh, Stout once a year. And uh, so I thought I'd bring in some old-timey ice cream shop hats. They are cool. To... Uh, to wear while we drink some ice cream cloned stout.
2: Is that the beer that I'm drinking right now? No.
10: This is a different one.
11: No, the, the one you're drinking I was right now is the yeah. Peacekeeper. The yeah. uh, Cherrywood Smoke Session Porter. We're going to talk beer okay. next. And I
2: know you like beer too, right, Eric? I, I've been known to have a few beers. Here's what I want you to do. Eric, as we wrap up this segment and go into booze in the news, and you're going to just stick around, finish finish up the show with us. I always like to give people an opportunity to do the 30-second elevator speech. You catch a guy in the elevator, hey, what do you do? Hey, this is what I do. Oh, I own the Bowling Bush. Oh, never been there. Here's why you come in. you got 30 seconds because he's
10: getting off on the 10th floor. Wow. um, Well, I don't know. Something that kind of sparked a thought that you brought up earlier is, you know those those really classic institutional pubs around town the ones that are left <clears throat> my definition of a classic pub that truly everybody gets behind in the neighborhood is if there was a fire or a tornado or a flood where do you go and and ruined the bull bush the true the true answer to that would be would the community come help? Rebuild the bull and bush. And I think they would. I think they would too. I really because do. i I truly think it's that important to have that kind of place with the longevity st- you know still around in it in an ever changing climate of Denver.
2: I don't know if that's my middle age manopause or what, but I was just getting teared up right there a little bit because I think that's true. You know? Beyond that they'd want to be in it while it goes down. I've been in Florida a few times to where they board up the barn and say, you're not going to leave for two days. Are you cool with that? In or out? Type of thing. And I can see the bowl and birth should people be like in. Let me in. Yeah, I'll stay there for a couple of days. And then if it gets torn down, I'll come help rebuild it. That's Absolutely. Great job with
10: that. Cheers to my dad and uncle. Absolutely. Are they still with us? Uh, my dad passed away about eight years ago, but Uncle Dino is, uh, is uh, still around and comes in a couple times a week to uh, check in on my brother and I. And the legacy. To point his finger and make sure we're doing what we should be doing. <laughs> Keeping le- it
3: up to his standards. Yeah. So it sounds sounds good. Oh, yeah. I, I like that.
10: Le- uh, the legend lives on. Well
2: done. Absolutely. you your dad. And it's a great legacy for him. Your old man. He's uh, looking down proud at you, my man. Absolutely. Okay. We'll come back. Launchpad Brewing Company in-house right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
1: If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat click and taste The Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures, it is good. food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion
12: Com. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multi-grain bread with rosemary, mayo, and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items. The Paleo Bowl, with house-smoked pork, wood oven-roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family- and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers. With a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com.
3: or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at GrowersOrganic.com. Hey guys, this is Dave Thibodeau at Scott Brewing. (laughs)
2: Let me just take a stab at it. Listening to the Modern Eater on (laughs) iHeartRadio. Coming up, let's have a toast. Sure, sure. Tip one to Booze in the News. It is Booze in the News on iHeartRadio. All the booze news you can use as we come down the home stretch. Uh, this is so cool. What a great show. And really have to thank John Irvin and Gluten-Free Things. And um, go check out John. He's a, he's a great sponsor of the Modern Eater Show. This hour sponsored by A-Plus Beverage Solutions and Booze in the News. Um, this is a really cool thing. So as we continue, he's not giving up his mic because we don't want him to. His name's Eric Peterson, Bull and the Bush. Bull and Bush. And um, joining us right now, David Levesque. See that? Just <laughs> when I write it phonetically, that's all there is to it. Owner and brewer, uh, uh, brewmaster at Launchpad Brewing in Aurora. Uh, Jay, you came across this gentleman. it's kind of in he, your backyard, right? Yeah,
4: I, I live out in the the A-Town, as they call it. And I think I I don't know if I talked to you before once upon a time back in the day. I talked to some, but uh, I wanted to put a, a, an Aurora uh,
2: brewery, you know, on our show. And I'm I don't trying know, to think how many there are. So Comrades in
11: Aurora, right? But Unincorporated Arapahoe. Oh, is it? Um, I think they use a Denver address. Yeah. They might use an Aurora address. I think Dads and Dudes but, is out there, um, or Dad and Dude, right? Dad and Dude, Dry yeah. Dock, Doc, Ursula, yeah. yep. Peak to Peak.
2: Start out. How did you get into the business?
11: Um, I was homebrew. I started homebrewing in 2007, and just so yeah, kind of fell in love with
2: it. Charlie Papazian's book, read yeah, yeah, like
11: basically that. that's it. Everybody did. Yeah.
2: Um, I understand that. Got in the business. What? What about your past life? What, what kind of were you? An engineer. We come across a lot of people that were in a lot of different professions and said, you know what? I'd rather brew beer.
11: Yeah, kind of. I was a nuclear weapons missile maintainer. You're lying. Nope, nope. Are I, you serious? Yeah, yeah, did Did that for a little while. Uh, yeah, worked on satellites for a little while, so yeah. Serious? I yeah. still
2: want to know how they keep a satellite
11: in the air. Yeah. I mean, that's where what... He's a rocket surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. A
4: rocket surgeon. I like that. So you're not buying too much into the flat earth thing then?
11: No, no. Not, not too number, much. Not okay. too much. Eh, <laughs> you never know.
4: You never love, know when you're going to meet one. I love yeah. the
2: interesting folks. So you, you were a home brewer at home and you said, you know what, I have more money than I ever want know what to deal with. So now it's time to start a brewery (laughs) and uh, quit that nine to five. It's just a hobby until you do it full time, right?
11: Yeah. Yeah. It was just a hobby. And then uh, had some guys tell me, you know, I should start one up. They liked what I was doing. I looked into it, decided to grab my best friend and jump in both feet. So. We've, uh, we're have going on three years. Who's your best friend? Give him a shout out. <laughs> Henry Rush. So he's my boss, my co-owner, my business partner. Oh, okay. perfect. Yep. Very
3: cool. Well, wait. Hey, let me jump in here. Brian Freeman here. You've got a Mexican beer releasing.
11: Yeah, it released yesterday. Actually, yesterday, I did yeah. bring. I did bring a bottle for you guys. Nice, nice. What are An we imperial tasting stout. right
2: now? I'd like to go through this because actually the um, the nose and the taste are completely different. Then it comes a little dry too. I'm really appreciating yeah. the the complex flavor profile of this beer. Yeah.
11: This is our peacekeeper porter. So this is the one we just won a bronze for at the World Beer Cup. It's a Cherrywood session smoked porter. Um, so it's real light mouth fill, 4.4 4.5%. Yep, we uh I I brewed it because I was Drinking dark beers while I was barbecuing, burning my food all the time because I get drunk. <laughs> so I decided to, uh, yeah, I decided to brew something sessionable where I could drink and have a few of them and remember the food. And uh, gotcha. Yeah.
4: So in case you're just meeting David, he's an honest man. Yeah. Yes. You know, I like right, him right out of the gates. That's right. He's a cool guy. I, I can appreciate that. And a home brewer. We've made a lot of breweries, uh, brewers that start out that
2: way.
11: Talk about your tap room in the brewery itself. So yeah, currently we're about twenty five hundred square feet. We have about seventeen beers on tap, all brewed in house. Obviously, um, we seat about eighty two people there. It's all missile, space, rocket themed. Is it really? Yeah, we nice. get a lot of uh, a lot of replicas and stuff from Wings Over the Rockies Museum. Yeah, we, on Lowry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of missiles around and a lot of artifacts. Um, a lot of history on stuff. So. Hence the launch pad. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Right next to Buckley Air Force Base. Um, July 1st, we actually take over the laundromat next door. So we're expanding in there to 3,300 square feet. So we'll be at about 5,800 square feet.
2: I love hearing that. We're taking over the laundromat. That's it. <laughs> we're expanding. <laughs> God. That's the way they go. So what is it, going to double your capacity?
11: Yeah, over double.
2: Over double. Wow. It. So you're excited for that. What are your hours of operation?
11: Um, so we're open seven days a week. Um, during the week, typically Monday through Thursday, we open up at 3. On Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we open up at noon. Um, if you ever want to come by on a Sunday, it's always me and my head brewer there, bartending. So you get to pick our ear, let us know what you like, don't like. It's always a little us? bit of
3: fun. Yeah, check out the website, too, folks. Brian Freeman here. Was, uh, they've got a food, their food truck schedule up there. They've got other events. They've got a big
2: uh, crab boil, crawfish crab boil.
11: Nice. Yep. yep. Coming up on June second. Those are always fun. So oh, we have a blast with that.
2: Yeah. Are you ready? How long have you been in business?
11: Uh, July will be three years.
2: Three years. Yes. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. That's fantastic. Appreciate coming it. up on your three year anniversary. Yep.
11: July. Uh, we're going to do it twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second. A little three day, three year anniversary event.
2: Ramping up to the summer. How about patio?
11: Uh, we do have a small patio right now. It seats about twenty people, twenty four people out there. Cool. But as we take over, um, we'll be expanding that, tripling its size. So. Dog friendly. Dog friendly.
2: Bring your dog. Everybody loves their dogger, right?
11: Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's actually um, a lot of people do bring their dogs in. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's uh, that's a cool. Thing to be able to do, never do. Understand,
4: especially when they, you know, Denver shut it down. So, uh, you know, if you want to bring your best friend, your furry best friend, you know, you have to find mm-hmm. a brewery that lets it. And uh, Aurora is the place.
11: Any really
2: helped us live yeah. music, trivia, anything? like no, that? No, no, yeah. we
11: keep it simple. Keep I mean, simple. we do show live launches. So, if there's ever a space launch or anything going on, we will open up early to show it. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon Nine just did their Falcon Heavy launch, and uh, yeah, we opened up at eleven in the morning, so Listen we could go ahead and watch or... that.
2: I have a feeling we're going to cool. stick around a little bit longer after the show here. This is a good time. Uh, talk about the beer that we're uh, drinking here, and then talk about how many beers that you keep on tap there, and your brewing capabilities—small batch or? Yeah, or...
11: yeah, we're uh, we're a five barrel brew house, so we do. We're on. We did 418 barrels last year, so we're on pace to do about 550 barrels this year. So we're looking at about 30 percent increase. Um, we have 17 uh, beers on tap. About seven of them are flagship. Those are the ones that stay around. The other 10 kind of rotate in and out seasonal. Um, the Mexican Soyuz, we talked about earlier, that's a one month. Every month we do a different version of it, of the Russian Imperial Stout. So we have a new flavor every month that comes out. Um, Peacekeeper Porter was just a seasonal, but since it's won a couple of awards now, it's now year round. Sure. So you can get a session smoke porter anytime. Um, Growlers, Crowlers. So we do a lot of crawlers. Okay, we yeah. will fill growlers. We just don't have the glass anymore. Sure, yeah, but uh, we fill a ton of crawlers. I'll bet. Yeah, so take yeah. it home with you. Oh, it's it. People love it. It's great here for hiking, going out to the parks, and everything. It's kind of it's nice to be able to carry if you're going you know, traveling. You throw it into your. Your checked baggage—you don't have to worry about glass breaking. It's great to be in college. i say
4: the growler is kind of a dying breed, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure there's still some people that well, utilize the growlers it. Growlers are just so cool, but, and they stay fresh. Well, the it is, yeah, and that, it's the convenience of it too, because they're a little bit smaller, you know. So you get a couple, and then it's almost better because you don't have to open the second one if you don't get to it. Right, you know? and
11: it's hermetically sealed. We don't have to worry about leaving it in the sun or Mm. anything like that. And it's just lighter and easier for us to stock at the brewery. All
2: right, you heard me put Eric on the spot in the last segment of the 30-second elevator speech. It's your time, my man. Go ahead and get them. Why should they come into Launchpad?
11: Well, if you're looking for changing beers all the time, if you're looking for something new, we change out about two beers a week. So there's always something new on tap. If you've been there week to week, there's always something fresh, something new. It's a fun environment, uh, veteran-owned and operated, nice military-style uh, environment. So. I love it.
2: Get ready. Summertime's upon us, right?
11: Yeah, it's scary.
2: This is great. Uh, big shout-out to you for coming in here. You're a friend of the it. show now. Anything that we can ever do for you. And thanks for bringing in some beer here for us tonight. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. We just have so many networking opportunities. It's so cool to be able to do that. Uh, Special thanks to Genesee, who's taking care of us tonight. Yes, thank you, Genesee. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I really appreciate you. Uh, New to the team right there, Regis did a great job keeping us on track tonight back there, Regis. I enjoyed it. Thank you for being on the show. John Irvin and Gluten Free Things, thank you. Got to thank Kevin Ellis, uh, founder of Me and Gluten Free. And then uh, last but not least... There he is right here. We've fallen in love with him. Eric Peterson, Bull and Bush, the owner, along with David. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Absolutely. All right, we're coming back. A whole new show next week.